Accept the loss, I'm hard-headed. There's a little bit of madness to my method. Many falling off that fine line that I'm treading. I risk anything to be great, and I'm not letting nobody rob me of my. Hello, welcome to Takeoffs and Touchdowns, Machinist Talking Football. This is episode number one for week one of the 2024 season. I am Keith, and I'm here with Kevin and Wade. How you guys doing? Doing great. Uh, super excited to be here for the first episode of Takeoffs and Touchdowns. Yeah, super, super excited to get this going. Super excited for week one of football. So each week of the NFL season, we'll have a different guest where they'll talk about what's going on in their world. And then each person on the podcast will have a slate of games they'll pick. To keep up to date with what's coming up and look at our year-to-date record, be sure to like our Takeoffs and Touchdowns Facebook page. I hope you enjoy this episode, and let's get straight into it. We have a very special guest joining us today, President and Directing General Chairperson of IMAW District Lodge 140, Dave Flowers. How are you doing, Dave? Good, guys. Thanks. These are topics I like to discuss, so uh, happy Labor Day, and thanks for having me. Awesome. What's new in the District Lodge 140 world? Well, uh, that's a loaded question. District Lodge 140 is a complicated animal. Ups and downs with all the groups across the country. But I'd say we're uh, trending in the right direction. We got our screener group set to start bargaining in the West and in the Central. We've had some good contracts negotiated for our service groups, and we've just organized a few groups in the West. Logics and Kevin's organized some groups in Alberta there. So Air Canada, we've just been successful winning some large grievances that will pay our members in the millions of dollars. Some of those members might be receiving checks right now. And if you are, that's probably from the first wave of ODS payments. So uh, those checks will be coming in and then we'll be working on the second round. And we've got the shift bid grievance paying people money too. So yeah, trending in the right direction. That's great to hear. Sounds like the District Lodge 140 has had some great wins. And hey, Dave, do you happen to have a favorite NFL team? Oh, well, this is an easy pick. And if I could see, you'd see I'm wearing the Bills hat. No secret alliances here. I'm mafia through and through and season ticket holder. So I see your shirt over there. <laughs> easy. Uh, we are running a pool through office pools, and we'll be donating a portion of the proceeds to Guide Dogs of America. We wanted to put our NFL knowledge to the test each week. We will be picking games on a rotation. And this week, Kevin has got the first four games, followed by Keith, then you, Dave, and I'll be closing out the slate. All right. So uh, week one, game one, Thursday, my Detroit Lions playing a season opener, something I have not seen as a Lions fan. Looking forward to watching them on primetime TV this Thursday. We have the Detroit Lions visiting the reigning Super Bowl champs, Kansas City Chiefs. I'm looking very forward to this game with all the different offensive weapons that we've added, as well as lost. Uh, but with Jameer Gibbs, he's going to be something else, I believe. You know, he's going to be a threat in the backfield as well as uh, lining up in the slot. I have a feeling offensive coordinator Ben Johnson's got some pretty good schemes drawn up for him. Amara St. Brown, looking forward to seeing him catch some more balls. And uh, we got a new tight end this year, and we're going to see what he can get up to. With the absence of Chris Jones, so far he's not re-signed. And the Kansas City Chiefs having a six-and-a-half points favorite lead on uh, Detroit. I will take Detroit to cover that spread. I believe it's going to be a a three-point game. And I think Detroit will win that game outright. Game number two, I have Carolina versus Atlanta. It's probably going to be the toilet bowl game of the week. Atlanta currently favored by a couple of points, three-and-a-half, I believe. 
I don't see it. I don't think Atlanta are favored, and I don't think they have enough offensive weapons, even with B.J. Robinson. If you can't throw the ball down the field, there's no point in having a, a run threat option there. So I will take Carolina to cover. Uh, game number three, we have Tampa versus Minnesota. It's the Baker Mayfield show, apparently. They've named him the starting quarterback. Oh, is he gonna is he gonna have a new life there and be able to hold the starting role as a quarterback? It's hard to say. We have some trouble with Mike Evans. Is the locker room or are they gonna be sound sealed and delivered? I just don't buy it. I take Minnesota to cover the spread. And lastly, we have the Battle of Ohio. Cincinnati currently has a is favored by two and a half. I have a lot of question marks for Cleveland. I just don't see Cleveland being a threat that they were the last couple seasons. I have a feeling Cleveland will finish dead last in that division. So all of that, I am taking Cincy to win uh, to cover the spread. Thanks, Kev. I guess I'm up next. First game I've got is the Houston Texans versus the Baltimore Ravens. Baltimore's favored by 10 points. There's three things that Baltimore's done well in the last 15 years. The first one is dominate at home. Two is beat up rookie quarterbacks. And three is win big at home. With an elite D and a healthy Lamar Jackson, this one isn't even going to be close. If Baltimore was favored by 20 points, I'd be taking them at 20 points. Baltimore's going to win big. Next game I'm going to talk about is Jacksonville Jags against the Indianapolis Colts. Jacksonville's favored by four and a half. I don't know if you guys have seen the video of rookie QB uh, Richardson there rolling out and uh, jumping in the air and throwing the ball 65 yards down the field. You know, it's a ridiculous display of athleticism. I can tell you that that isn't going to happen in this game. Jacksonville's got a decent defense. You know, there's too much drama around Taylor and the owner. You know, I think that locker room is divided in Indy. I think uh, Jacksonville covers there. The next game is Tennessee Titans versus the New Orleans Saints. New Orleans is favored by three at home. I think that says a lot. I don't want to pick this game. Both teams last year, seven and 10. It's a bit of a pick em game. I guess I'll go with Tennessee in this one. The reason why is I think they have a strong running game and they did upgrade the receiver position. Their defense is also decent. Quite frankly, I don't like Derek Carr as the quarterback and he's the quarterback for the New Orleans Saints. So I'm going Tennessee. Last game I'm going to talk about is San Francisco 49ers, my team against the Pittsburgh Steelers. A lot has been made over the last week or so about this potential being a flop game for the 49ers. 49ers haven't been great on the road. Last year, you know, in five games, they failed to score 24 points. But I got to tell you, early in the year, defense is the, the name of the game because it takes a while for complex offenses to catch up. I believe that this 49ers defense is elite. And for that reason, I think they're going to blow them out. I don't even think it's going to be close. Pittsburgh's got a fairly young offense. The two and a half, I think, you know, if it was seven and a half, I'd still be with the 49ers, even though they are my team and it's a bit of a homer pick. That's it for me. Uh, I guess it's on to me. Happy New Year, gents. Beginning of the season. Uh, My first pick, uh, I got Arizona and Washington. Arizona's owned this rivalry for the past six games with a four and two record against the spread. I think that changes this week without Kyler Murray. So I think Washington not only wins this game, uh, but Washington covers the six and a half point spread. I think this will be a, this will be a big blowout. The other, the next game I've got is a much closer game, and I, I, I'm excited about this game. Packers are taking the drive down the highway to Chicago. They typically own Chicago here, uh, but we got two new eras of two young good quarterbacks, Justin Fields and Love over there in Green Bay. I, I think this game's going over. I like this game. I think it's going to be a close game. I like Chicago to cover, but Green Bay to win. Next game I've been given are two teams vying for the basement of the AFC West. You got Denver and the Raiders, two teams that maybe if you talked a couple of years ago had high aspirations, uh, but these two teams will be fighting for third and fourth of that division. 
Denver's favored by three. And I think they cover that. I think they'll cover that and they uh, win the game outright and win by the spread. The last game I've been asked to pick, the Chargers in Miami. I won't be picking any favorites out of the AFC East this year. So if you have me on the show at all anytime further, just expect that I'm picking against the East. So Chargers minus two all the way. No problem. All right. Thanks, Dave. Now that we've had input into the first 12 games of week one, let's get down to business for the remaining four games. Up first are the defending NFC champs, the four and a half point favorite Philadelphia Eagles on the road against my favorite team, the New England Patriots. The Pats are clearly not the same team they were when led by the GOAT Tom Brady, but Bill Belichick is still the greatest mind in football. And with lots of time to prepare the Pats' formidable defense and Bill O'Brien taking over the offense from Matt Patricia and whatever last year's offense of abomination was, I'm picking the Pats to cover and possibly outright win against the Eagles as the Eagles play their first game since their Super Bowl defeat last year. This might be a homer pick, but history shows the Super Bowl hangover is real. Up next is an NFC West divisional game, as the Seattle Seahawks are at home against the LA Rams. The Seahawks are a four and a half point favorites, and I see no reason why they can't cover. The Seahawks took both games last year against the Rams, and with the 12th man home field advantage for the Hawks, along with the possible loss of Rams star wideout Cooper Cup, I see this as an easy cover for the Hawks. My third game is another divisional game, this time in the tough NFC East, as the New York Giants are at home against the soon-to-be-benched Dak Prescott and the Dallas Cowboys in the Sunday night game. The Giants are two-and-a-half-point underdogs at home. If you were to go with history over the past 10 years, the Cowboys should have no issue covering, as they hold a 16-4 and record against the G-Men, including two wins last year. However, I don't see this as the same Giants team from yesteryear. That, along with the pressure on the interception-prone Dak Prescott to perform in the wake of his possible benching in favor of Trey Lance, means I predict the Giants will cover and upset in an outright win at home on Sunday night. My final game of the week and one of the most anticipated games is the New York Jets' regular season debut of Aaron Rodgers. The Jets are one-and-a-half-point dogs at home against the always tough defending AFC East champ Buffalo Bills on Monday Night Football. There is no denying the ability of Aaron Rodgers and what he brings to the Jets and all the talk in New York on Monday morning, regardless of whether the Giants win or lose on Sunday, will be about Rodgers and the Jets. That being said, the Bills are a formidable team and have all the pieces already in place to compete for the Super Bowl. The Jets are hoping the pieces that they have brought in find the same level of compete. I feel it will come, but just not in week one against the Bills. I picked Josh Allen and the Bills to cover a closely contended match on Monday night and spoil Rodgers' Jets debut. That is it for us for this week. Look for our new podcast around the middle of next week for week two. Special thanks to Brother Dave Flowers for being our first ever special guest. Thanks so much, Dave. Thanks, guys. If you're interested in joining, our office pool information could be found on the Takeoffs and Touchdowns NFL Pick'em Pool Facebook page. As always, with everything pool-related, please play responsibly. We are in no way experts, and don't take our picks to the bank. And if you're interested in joining the IAM, you can contact us through www.imaw.ca. Also, if you're interested in making a difference in someone's life, you can donate to the Guide Dogs of America. It's up on our Facebook page or through their website at www.guidedogsofamerica.org. Top right-hand corner of the website is the donation. Special shout-out to G. Smith for our music today. Look him up. Extremely talented guy. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed our podcast, and we'll come back for week two. Be kind and be safe.
falling off that fine line that I'm treading. I risk anything to be great, and I'm not letting nobody rob me of my victory. Number one, that's what I'm meant to